Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
a fiery segment. I have a lot to share with you, some things I learned this weekend, by the way. I was in Orlando, Florida, doing what I love to do best, hosting a big event and keynoting at that event because the speaker dropped out. So always be ready. So I had a good time there at the Small Business Leadership Conference. And let's begin the show. Just to remind you all, uh, if you go, if you DM me on IG, BWC, DM me on IG, BWC, you can get these notes, or I put the link to the notes right at the top. Click that link right when you're with my, while you're listening to the sound of my voice, while you're getting things done, preparing the kids for school, getting your cup of coffee, whatever you're doing, and you can click all the links in BWC notes. I have several things you can get, links to my solo guide, how to grow your solo business. Some of you are like, Ramon, how can we work with you one-on-one? I got a link to that. Got a link to some BWC events that are coming up. Remember, Lolita Walker has her woman's retreat coming up. Check that out. We have the Grow for God conference with Tamara's doing this fall. I'll be there and others as well. Link for that's there. And you can join me live this week. I'm doing two big events, one with Hello Alice about how to get free publicity. So you can check that link out in the BWC notes. And many of you may want to know about marketing. I'm doing a four-part series called your marketing roadmap with score.org. We get thousands of people to that webinar and i encourage you to be one as well and join me live with that so with that let's jump in let's start and uh, thanks for being here on ramon ray on monday ding 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 number one stop self-sabotaging your success and i hope i spelled all these things right i hope i think i have a feeling i've spelled something wrong but stop self-sabotaging your success I was on uh, live TV uh, this week at a local TV station in Rochester, New York, with the Young Entrepreneur Academy. And I encourage you to go to that full link and look on that at smarthustle.com. Interesting article that I put together because it was amazing how sometimes we think that we're in competition with other people. White people keeping us down, black people keeping us down, Spanish people keeping us down, rich people keeping us down. Who knows who you think is keeping you down? But sometimes, I mean, get close to the mic. Get really close to the mic. Sometimes it's none of those people. It's your own dang self. And so when I was judging this pitch contest today, last this weekend rather, I felt so bad because the person who was pitching, their pitch was just not so great. They had a mask over their face. You could hear the paper rustling. They sounded lethargic. They just had a boring slide. Everybody else was popping. So my tip here is people, there's enough competition, enough things allied, like, what's up, Tony Mo? Allied, uh, allied, I think it was, I'm not sure the word there, against us, that you don't have to be your own worst enemy. So my encouragement to us all today is stop self-sabotaging, sabotaging yourself. There's enough people against you enough people in the world who are uh, who are not rooting for you why in the world should you be self-sabotaging yourself what's up larissa harrington always good to see your smiling icon there great to great to see you here and keep the chats going and keep remember to share the room thank you limitless (laughs) for your kind words on there i'm glad i make you laugh and hopefully share a bit of knowledge as well so stop self sabotaging your success ding 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 number two when you hear this ding that means we're switching topics from police officer to crime scene 
cleaner. This was interesting. Actually, I'm going to fix a typo on that right now. I interviewed recently a police officer, which was a really, really cool uh, uh, episode, cool lady I got to interview, and she's a crime scene cleaner, but she used to be a police officer. So it was really interesting to interview her and her journey of success. And why it was so interesting? Because sometimes when you look at people where they are today, it's great to go back and see where people have been. If you know what I'm talking about, put that in the chat, that you look at people where they are today. You've heard Dre today. You heard Dora Maria today. You're hearing me now. Larissa has her segments and others, right? And you're like, oh, wow, they seem all put together today. But as Marcus Black reminds us, don't forget to look at the journey. That's right. That's right, Ned Spa Professor. The dings are back. Don't forget to look at the journey of where people have been. Thank you, Monica. That is so true. So it was interesting to interview her because she's a police officer. And do you know how she got into crime scene cleaning? She went online, she took a course, and she learned all there was about biomedical cleaning. And she parlayed that into a business. So that was pretty interesting. Ding, ding, ding. Number three, I think, Ron. Seth Godin, if you're not signed up to Seth Godin's email list, you should. What's up, TM? He has an interesting blog post out called Failing in the Trough. And it's so good. It talks about you put all this investment all this work into doing something good in your business. You attract the customer. The customer comes into your business. They buy something from you or they get ready to buy and they're met with a surely, I think the word is, or not a too great experience from someone you hired. And Seth Godin talks about how this is called the trough. That's right, Jeffrey. Seth Godin's insights are amazing. Thanks, Jeffrey, for being here. And he says that's the trough, the in-between of where do you spend money on and how do you decide? Is it an investment or is it an expense? And I encourage you all this week to think about that in your business. And Tracy, you're so true. Look back where you came from. And so Seth Godin talks about that failing in the trough. I link to that in my BWC notes. And I encourage all of you to check that out because it's so important. Why should you be investing money in click funnels and lead landing pages and WordPress and fancy images? Why should you spend all this time listening to TM Hyman, Marcus Black, so many of our other amazing hosts, if you're not going to take action? If you're not going to take action, why? So Seth Godin talks about this failing in the trough. I think that's how you pronounce that. Ding, 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 ding. Another thing came up. Let's give some kudos to Cheryl Sandberg. She's like big enough that probably most of us on this platform can't reach her directly. She probably flooded with context, but kudos to Cheryl Sandberg. And it's sad to see someone of that height and that success. There's always daggers people throw at you. But listen, when she joined Facebook, she joined Facebook when Mark Zuckerberg was really young, like 23 or whatever years old, young pup. 
kudos to Mark for being the programming genius he is and was, but she really helped mature the company. So don't you think she deserves some props? I mean, she led Facebook growth. She took the company public and she moved it from a free media company that we just post pictures on to being one of the biggest advertising platforms in the planet. So I think she deserves some kudos. So kudos to you, Sheryl Sandberg, for leading Facebook's growth and being a, a reckoning force uh, that we all can appreciate and love. So Sheryl Sandberg, kudos to you. I'm going to take a break in a few minutes and look forward for your shares or comments for anything I shared because I do like to engage the BWC platform in the entire segment. This is pretty cool. Ding, 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 ding. Listen, StreamYard, how many of you do live video streaming on a regular basis? If you do, put like VS in the chat, VS in the chat. If you do live video streaming on a regular basis, I know Justin Conico does, the king of that. I was just on a show with him last week, I believe it was, and I've been sharing that out on social. Okay, good. A MedSaw professor, what's up, Tina? Started Tina, Ometha, Arthelene, great. Elaine does, Crystal Frederick, Divine. Good, we have a number of people who here who do live video streaming. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And there's so many live video streaming platforms to use. And again, click that link at the top. You can just go to smarthustle.com slash BWC notes, smarthustle.com slash BWC notes if you're hearing this on the podcast, or DM me on IG. If you DM me on IG, BWC, you can also get these notes in case you're not clicking or, or driving. You can do that. Cindy says, I go live every Monday using StreamYard. So StreamYard is a great platform for live video streaming, and they're always innovating. I like it said that StreamYard now, wait for it, is adding a green, green room feature. That's pretty cool. And you look at it, there's a number of multi-streaming platforms you can use. There's Vimeo, there's Restream, Adobe may do it. I don't think Zoom does it natively, but there's a number of platforms that you can use to do video streaming. Kate Bowman and I live streaming tomorrow, 5.30. Yes, and Larissa uses StreamYard every day for live meditations. Amazing, amazing, the knowledge and insight we can get on BWC, but our BW hosts are doing amazing things as well. I love that, Larissa. And that's right, Kate Mead. You're going to be live on Tuesday at 5.30 Eastern time tomorrow. So StreamYard's adding a green room feature. And my point being is that we oftentimes we talk about free tools. Oh, I, I'm sorry. This tool's $4 a month. So sorry about that. Let me let you try to find the free tool. Stop that. Stop. It's okay to pay money for the tools you need that can help you grow your business. It's okay to pay money for that. So consider paying money for the tools that can really help advance your business. This is gonna be kinda hard hitting. We're gonna step into politics a bit. So hold on to your seats, ladies and gentlemen. Ding, 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 ding. Hold on to your seats as we step into the world of politics right now. I'm just reading the facts or reading the opinion. You, we're going to have a break after this to hear what you think. Myths and truths about business school. Woo! There was an article on women, I think womeninbusiness.com, I believe it was, but I attribute to all these links when you look at my notes. And again, just DM me on IG, BWC or go to the link on Clubhouse, or just go to smarthustle.com slash BWC notes to get all these links. Here's what they say. Myth, the application acceptance is rare. That's a myth. Another myth, 
employment gaps cause rejections when you're applying and trying to get into business school. Another myth, your earning potential will not increase. That's a myth, people say. Another myth, myth rather, business school only teaches business school. Ah, oh, thank you, Dr. Laura. So I don't have an MBA. I only have a quote unquote a bachelor. Of course, even though I've written five books, built four companies, sold two companies, you're the first to know about to sell a third company, by the way. Um, but so a lot of things happening in my world. But the point is, I'd be curious, and actually, I'm not going to take a break right now because I'm going to jump in a car in a few minutes. So I'm going to keep going with my segment, and then for the last 30 minutes, we'll have open discussion about all these things I've shared. But let me get through my top list here first. So hang on with me uh, before we jump into discussion. So myths and truths about business school. I'm curious, by the way, how many of you have your MBA and love it, meaning you're glad you did it? If you have an MBA and you're glad you got it, Put MBA in the chat. It's nice to see if we're, not everybody can engage, but hey, it's cool to get a sense of what's happening while we're doing these. This is a live podcast on Breakfast with Champions. So I'm curious, if you have your MBA, okay, good. Rhonda has it and loves it, it's helped her. Emma has it, good. So there's, there's a sense right there that MBA has worked for many. Uh, I don't have one, I don't know if I, maybe I should have had one, maybe I should get one, but I'll be curious in about a little after the eight o'clock hour to know about MBAs who's like Ramon, everybody should have an MBA, or you'd say, hey, it may not be for everybody, or you'd say, I have an, I have an MBA, and I wish I didn't get it. It's a waste of time. Or you may say, I have an MBA, and you know, uh, I'm glad I did whatever. So we'll hear in a few minutes about the MBA issue. This was interesting now. Ding, 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 ding. Instagram shadow ban. This is going to be interesting for many of you because I know the BWC platform, I've heard from many of you that be, that Instagramming uh, and social platforms in general has been an issue. Jeffrey's like, I got a law degree <laughs> I've never officially used. <laughs> Jeffrey, you cracked me up, brother. I got to hear about that. We open up for the full segment. Here's the thing about Instagram, and I got this from Social Media Examiner. Follow me here. And I suggest you go to the BWC notes and read the full article because this will help you to understand why some of you are being banned on the platforms and it may give you some perspective. Before we do that, let's take a break from our sponsor, Ramon Ray's Red Cup of Columbia Coffee. All right. That was your time too, by the way, to take a sip of your favorite beverage as well. I hope you did. Here we go. Okay. A shadow ban refers to when a social media platform deprioritizes an account. That may mean the account becomes harder to find in search. It may also mean that the account's content no longer appears as frequently in followers' feeds. In most cases, having your account or content restricted causes a decline in engagement and reach. So that's the definition of shadow banning, as limitless as sipping on some tea. What kind of tea, limitless? I'd like to know what kind of tea. Put that in the chat. What kind of tea? Veronica sipping coffee as well. Elaine, thank you so much. I try and try and try. Do myself. Uh, BWC notes, make um, uh, all. So you can go to uh, just DM me the word BWC for Breakfast with Champions, BWC, or click the link at the top of Clubhouse, or DM me on IG, BWC, BWC, Breakfast with Champions. That's how you can get the links to everything that I'm sharing. So here's a few reasons why you may be being shadow banned. Check it out. One, using banned hashtags. Two, reusing hashtag lists. 
three, repeating the same comments, publishing inappropriate content, reposting other accounts content, neglecting to tag branded content, paying for likes and follows, acting like a bot, relying on unapproved third-party apps. So if you're wondering if you're shadow banned, those are some reasons why you may be, and in a few minutes, we'll open up the floor for all of this to get your thoughts on all these topics. Limitless, <laughs> I'm sipping to, sounds like a French word, paillesse de the green tea. Limitless, when I unmike, when I get you, when I have all the comments, I can't wait to hear how you say that word. Monica's coffee here, cinnamon and stevia as to not break my fast. You go, girl. Go ahead, Monica. Monica in the purple ring. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> All right, so those are some ways that you make it shadow banned. And that help, I hope that helps some of you understand all the time it's not about politics. Sometimes you're just doing some stuff that the algorithms don't like. This is another point I want to make as we change topic. Ding, 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 ding. It was really cool. Dora Maria had posted that I think it was a Saturday room or something like that. There was a room, I forgot what the title of the room was about, but it was a room with some cool people, Gina Skelton, and I think Dora was there, and several others in the BWC community and other friends from around the Clubhouse platform, and Grant popped in as well. David, uh, Grant Cardone popped in as well. David Spizak was there and others. And we talk a lot on the BWC platform and other stages about going viral and big following. Let me tell you right now, I don't have a big following. Let me tell you right now, I don't go viral. Let me tell you right now, I'm not the guy that has billions of followers. That's not me. I like it. It would sound cool to do. I just don't. But guess what? Some of the biggest deals of my life are probably going to be happening this week or the next. Listen to me carefully. Some of the biggest deals of my life, my life, and I started four small businesses and sold two of them. You're the first to know I'm about to sell a third. I'm not big. I'm not viral. I don't have millions of followers. So here's the thing I want to think about. Yes, it's good to understand about the TikTok reels and getting millions of, of views and all those things. That's so important and that makes a difference. That's great. But I also want you to think about making a bigger impact. Thank you, Tony Mo. Making a bigger impact. And at the end of the day, making money. This is important. So if I only have 20,000 followers on LinkedIn or 30,000 followers on Twitter or 10,000 followers on the platform or five, five followers on a platform, but I'm making 300,000 a year or making 5 million a year gross, am I winning? Let's say someone else has viral video after viral video after viral video, but they're not making any money and they can't pay their rent. Go figure. So, of course, we know that many of the people on our platform, especially our hosts, are doing great well. But I'm encouraging all of you in between here who hear the message all the time about viral, viral, viral. I get it. And it's fun to say, you know, oh, wow, I put on my makeup underwater in the middle of a snowstorm and I got a million views. That's cute. and I'm happy for you. That's great. But at the end of the day, doing that a thousand times, do you make money from it? I, I, that's just one measure. I, if you make sense what I'm saying, because I respect others who go viral and all that goodness. But I also wanna hear, we're here to do business, right? We're here to do business. 
So I want you to keep that as one. I will say the advice Grant Cardone gave to me, it was really cool. I was honored to get advice from Grant Cardone because I had said that I said it tongue in cheek. So he didn't get the full context. But what I had said was my content's boring and bland and all this. I don't dance and gyrate the hits and things like that, you know, my hips and things like this. But one tip he said was, do expand your audience and add a bit of humor. He didn't know I do all that too, but that was cool that he chimed in and gave advice from Grant Cardone. So I thought that was pretty cool. So moving on, but I think that yes, and Rhonda says vanity metrics are not the true measure of impact. Absolutely. Can't have impact unless have money. Correct. So again, not getting into politics here. I respect and I love virality and all those kind of things. That's great. But I just wanted to make sure we're talking about going viral, that that's good, but don't just go viral because you can stand upside down and, and give three t tips on how to use Instagram better, at the end of the day, are you building a profitable business that's earning your family money so that you can do the things you want and help the people you can with what you do? That's important. And I must say, I, I, when this go, when this concludes, when this um, uh, news goes, goes public, I'm going to share it with you probably in the BW stage first and definitely TM. I'd love you to join me in here, brother, because you uplift me just with your words and encouragement, man, that I'm, I'm in the progress of selling uh, one of my companies. And it's, it's big. And I'm so excited about it. I don't share that of arrogance. I share it because I know we root for each other. We cheer for each other. So uh, when that happens, well, officially, when I formally uh, announce it, I'll tell you all. And that goes back to the concept of I don't have a large following. I don't have millions of followers. But yet I'm generating business, generating wealth. And I think that's a positive, positive thing. So moving on here, I got two more points, three more points to go. And then we're going to open up the mic. And those points are going to be advice from Shark Tanks, Shark Tank businesses that I learned this weekend in Orlando, Doug Tatum, a billionaire guy who I learned some input from him, and then always be networking how I networked on the train, or rather at the airport. Some of you may have seen my post, and that was cool. Rhonda, thanks for the encouragement. Thank you, Rhonda. So here, this was really cool as I dive to advice. Uh, Advice from Shark Tank businesses. Ding, 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 ding. Shifting the discussion. So I attended the Small Business Leadership Conference this past weekend, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, this past week. Thank you so much, MedSpa, Dr. O. And at the conference, I part of the two and a half day conference that I hosted and I keynoted, there were three Shark Tank founders. Bug Bite Thing, you may have seen them on Shark Tank. Night hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Great cap, helping to cover your drink so it doesn't get spiked. And the smart baker, which was in episode number three, or, or series number three of Shark Tank. And here's some advice they gave. As they talked about some tips they've gone through, I put this together for us all. And again, you can get these notes. Just go to smarthustle.com slash BWC notes, especially if you're hearing the archive podcast, or DM me on IG on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Ramon Ray Smart Hustle. Ramon Ray Smart Hustle. You can DM me on IG the keyword BWC. Or third, just click the link at the top. So these are my BWC notes that I'm sharing so you can get all these links. Here's what they said. Is it marketable? They talked about the importance of PR and publicity. They talked about luck versus creating your own luck. In fact, I jumped up and talked about it. We talk about luck so much, luck, 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 luck. I was lucky. I get what people mean, but I think that most people who are successful I see, it's not luck. They happen to be at the right place at 
the right time. They have to be persistent, 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 and they're creating their own luck. That's what I see is happening day after day after day. They talked about the power of social media. Social media is powerful. He talked about how he did a TikTok video uh, showing how he can cover a drink with this thing he had made from Nightcap, right? And it was viral, and he got a lot of sales from it. So that's good. They talked about keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Having a great team. They talked about what are your goals? What are the goals you have in life, in business? Talked about the skills that they had in family businesses and in school, the small little things, quote unquote, they may have done, helped them in their business today. Many times they talked about naivety. And that was interesting because they didn't know, because they were, quote unquote, so stupid, because they didn't know, quote unquote, the danger, they kept pressing forward. As Dre talked about today, he talked about this in his segments, right? You can't get to a yes if you're not progressing, if you don't keep pushing forward. The importance of taking smart, risks. Those of you who are not taking enough risks, this is part of the reason maybe why it's so hard for you to get forward because you're not taking enough risks. What's up, Renee? No! And Dr. O says in the chat here, preparation plus persistence plus opportunity equals success. Love it, Dr. O. How do you define success? That's important as well. Some of you may want to build the next multi-billion dollar company. That's great. That's not my journey, what I want to do. I believe making a billion-dollar company, as I take a sip of coffee. Starting a billion-dollar company takes a bit more than I want to do. I do want to generate wealth for my family. I want to generate wealth for retirement. I want to generate wealth to give to others. And I want to generate uh, wealth to give away. God, I said that already. So that's my goals. And to do that, I don't need a billion-dollar company. I want to be highly profitable and then have recurring revenue. So that's my goal. That's what I'm looking to do. So how do you define success? There's not one path to success. There is not one way to do things. That's why, thank you, Chanel. That's why I'm very careful when people say, you must do it this way. Certain things you must do to, to kind of more so guarantee your success. You should be grateful. You should be thankful. You should smile. You should work hard. Those are best practices. But when it talks about to the tool you use, the technology you use, the strategy you use, there's multiple ways of success. What is the solution that you have to people's problems? They also talked about that. And then self-teach. Teach yourself what you don't know. Don't wait for others and don't sit there saying, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. Figure it out. So that was interesting advice from the Shark Tanks at this business, from, from, sorry, not the Shark Tanks, from the Shark Tank uh, business owners uh, that I was at over this past weekend. That was absolutely amazing. Next, we heard from a, I believe this gentleman's probably a billionaire, a multimillionaire, Doug Tatum. I'm going to have two more comments, and then I'll open up the floor for discussions, and I can't wait to hear what all of you think as we open up the floor for full discussions. We heard advice from Doug Tatum. And he shared a few things that were very, very important. Doug Tatum shared the following. He said, it's okay to stay small and make money. It's okay. He gave us permission to stay small and make money. He said, everyone doesn't have to build a big business. He talked about the four M's of a successful businesses, of successful business. Management, your economic model, and your money. 
There was a fourth M that I didn't write down there, so I get that to you later. I love it. Rhonda says, I'm building a global leadership academy, and I am the black female John Maxwell. Ooh, go ahead, Rhonda. DM me directly, Rhonda, on IG. I'd love to know more about that, Rhonda, and how I can uplift what you're doing. I love that, Rhonda. And Eddie says, personal development and self-help, so important. He says, uh, uh, Doug Tatum, and you can look him up, Doug Tatum. He has an amazing book that comes out, that's coming out. He says, stay small unless the business can be good at what you're good at. That was powerful. Yes, Limitless. Uh, uh, Marie Forleo's book, um, Everything is Figure Outable, echoes that, echoes that. We're going to open up the floor in a few minutes. Uh, will your promise survive scale? These are business principles he gave about scaling a business, and I thought it was so important because he talks about basically that we have promises, things we want to do in business, part of a business plan. But as you're, if you're building a large business, make sure it can scale. It's one thing to say, oh, every customer is going to get $10,000 if they're not happy. Can that scale? Maybe not. Who is in your inner circle, Doug Tatum talks about? He says, your inner circle, as you're growing, it's full of people who are just loyal to you. But he says that as your business grows, your inner circle must be comprised of people based on performance, not just loyalty. Then he says, the last tip Doug Tatum shares, increase the speed and lower the risk of decisions. My last tip for you today, last tip, and then we're going to open up the floor for discussions, is always be networking and connecting. Ding, 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 ding. This is my last tip, and we'll go open the floor. I was on the airport train in Orlando International Airport. On this train, while I was you know, in the, in the uh, airport, I saw two young men dressed in nice suits and everything, and I looked at them, they were clean cut. I said, oh, y'all look nice. And they said the same thing to me, y'all look nice. And I was like, oh, that is cool. We started chatting a bit and talking. So I asked them about what they do about themselves. And then they said, oh, we, do, we teach people about leadership based on insights from a cereal box. And I'm like, really? What does that mean? What does that mean? Insights from a cereal box. And they started telling me what they did and how they connect leadership to a cereal box. I was like, wow. So my point being, you can look at the link there. I put a link to the video. It's like a master TED talk they gave to me on the train. So go to BWC Notes and look at that. My point being, always seek opportunities to help others. Jeremy talked about it today. I started the conversation by just uplifting them, just complimenting them. That's how the conversation was started, by me just saying, you look nice. So always seek opportunities, how you can network, how you can build a relationship with other people. With that, we're going to open up the floor for a chat, open up the floor for discussion, and you know my style. Don't flash per se, just unmike. And here's the tip, here's the tip. Say your name. Say your name loud and clear. Let me recap the things we talked about today in case you just came on. We talked about self-sabotaging your success. I talked about from the police officer to the crime scene cleaner. I talked about failing in the trough, the insight from Seth Godin. Talked about Cheryl Sandberg. She's stepping down as COO of parent company Meta. StreamYard adds a green room. That was cool. Myths and truths about getting your MBA about business school. Instagram shadow ban, what you need to know to not be banned on Instagram, what you need to know to not be banned on Instagram. That was another thing we talked about. We also talked about 
uh, getting my other page here. Also talk about going viral, making an impact. Is the key to go viral or is the key more so to make an impact? That was interesting. We talked about that as well and more. So listen, we're going to open the mics. If you have a discussion that you want to share, if you have something you want to share with us today, uh, unmike, say your name, and let's have some fun. Unmike, say your name. Who's going to join me first? Let's go. Ramon, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Who's this? Say your name. This is Tony C. Tony C. Tony C. Mike is yours, brother. Talk to me. So I have a question, um, and it's, it's pertaining to shadow ban. I, that's that's something that I'm glad you touched on. I've been asking the question to a number of people and still haven't um, received uh, a, a good understanding. So my question to you is, um, once you realize you're shadow banned, what do you do next? Um, how do you, I guess, de-shadow ban? Sure. Uh, here's my uh, thoughts on this based on the curated information that I've got a lot from the social media show and others. I believe Tony would see the best way to do that. There's really no magic bullet per se to contact Instagram. Some people get through the hassle, but for most of us, it's just keep doing the content the right way. And I'll give you an example. I posted a, a, a picture of me and somebody who was banned on Facebook and who was in the former Trump administration. I met him at an airport, at a hotel rather. I didn't know he was banned. I didn't know the issues he had, Tony. And Facebook stopped me from posting across all platforms for 24 hours. After a while, that was listed. Different answer to your question, but the point I'm trying to make, if you feel you've been shadow banned, let's say, Tony, you're posting stuff that you didn't know you shouldn't post, I believe as you start to post better, the algorithms will see that and release you. That's my unofficial opinion, but it's such a complicated issue. I don't know if anybody has the definitive guide to not be shadow banned. But, uh, but Tony, thanks for that. And if you are shadow banned, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to connect you to other people in the BWC community, especially if you don't know them, who may be able to help you. How's that sound, Tony, with the C? Oh, man, that sounds awesome. Uh, one more, uh, another part Please. of that question is I, I heard that uh, sharing Clubhouse on Facebook uh, will, will have your account shadow banned as well. Is that true? That I do not know. That's a great question. But, hey, I will find out, and we'll reveal that in the next BWC segment I do, or we'll dig into that. BWC hosts hear that. We'll dig into that and find out. And I hope it's not true because that would be a bad thing for sure. But thank you, Tony. Appreciate you being with us, man. By the way, Tony, tell us a little bit about what you do and who you are. Take 30 seconds and do that. I always love to know uh, people who are slightly newer to, to my ears. I always love to give them some time to shine. Take 30 seconds and tell us how you help the world. Awesome, awesome. I appreciate that, Ramon. I will be quick. I'm out of Houston, Texas. I'm, a, I'm an epidemiologist working with the state of Texas. I'm also a health and wellness coach. And radio personality, long-time radio personality on the Southeast. Um, corporate uh, leadership team for OSNAP, uh, Active Lifestyle Supplements, where we do non-GMO organic supplements for energy, sleep, uh, multivitamin, as well as anti-aging. Uh, so I wear a few hats, um, you know, but the common denominator is I provide a service and products to help people's lives uh, improve. Uh, so that's, you know, pretty much... Um, you know, the story on me, uh, if, if Ramon, is it okay that I share uh, Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Take 10 more seconds, please. Go ahead. Okay. So in 10 seconds, if you will follow me on Instagram at sign TCI fitness, DM me the word free. Um, I have a little surprise for you. I love it. <laughs>
Tony, I love it, man. Tony, we got that. I appreciate the DM uh, you the word free, and you got a surprise for us. Tony, thanks for being here, man. So appreciate you being here, and definitely DM me directly, and I'll try to help with that shadow banning stuff. I'm not a consultant on it, but I always like to help fellow BWC members. That was Tony, everybody. Who's next up? Unmike, say your name, and join. We talked about so many things. Remember, if you want links to this, check out the BWC notes, write the link in the app, or DM me on IG, the word BWC, uh, and you can note there also my guide to how to grow your solo business. Click on those links and other things. Who's next? Unmike, say Ramon, your name. Ramon, it's, it's Doug. I'd love to. Doug, Mike is yours, Doug. Welcome. Well, Ramon, you talked about two things there. One is about leadership at the end and also about self-sabotage. And obviously the most successful leaders in life tends to be ones that are most emotionally intelligent. And that comes down to self-awareness in terms of being aware of your flaws and where you need to self-improve, but also in a team dynamic, understanding how people interact together in order to create win-win in life rather than win-lose or lose-lose. Also, that comes down to self-regulation as well, of being able to control yourself in the testing environments, which we sometimes have with certain people that come into our lives or are in our organizations as well. So again, creating the win-wins in the interactions of life. Also about, you know, you know, in terms of empathy and compassion, it's very important to remember that we are a product of our parents, preachers, teachers, and past relationships and experiences. And that means that we all come from different perspectives and backgrounds in life. The problem is a lot with leadership and a lot with businesses is that everybody has an opinion and opinions are a bit like bottoms. We all have one. We don't necessarily want to hear it. And if we can, truly, <laughs> if we can truly ask the right questions to understand the other person's perspective rather than making assumptions, leadership and business would be so much better in terms of the interactions that we have. And also that different perspective in life makes life so much more interesting. And that's why diversity inclusion is so important because when you have different perspectives with the same problem, you get more solution, more outcomes, and even a better product at the end as well. So, and then in terms of, you know, the last parts of emotional intelligence is obviously communication skills and conscious communication is something that you obviously come across like all the time and in terms of active listening as well. But also remember that the most important thing that we develop in business and in life is our relationships. And relationship is made up of a ship which goes in a direction. We need to make sure that we or all our colleagues are on board that ship in the same direction. And the way we do that is relaying our shuns, our conditions, our expectations, and our needs and values to make sure that we're on board in that ship, traveling in the right direction so that we're all producing the best possible results. And the final thing in terms of emotional intelligence is motivation. And that's being able to motivate yourself, but also the people around you. But actually, I prefer the word inspiration because motive comes from a reason which is outside of you, whereas inspiration comes from the word in spirit, which means it comes from a sense of love inside of you. And when you can create that, whether it's from a sense of purpose or just love for what you do and love for the people you work with and love for the clients you serve, you will then have lots of vibrant energy. And if you optimize your energy, you're going to optimize your life. Oh, Doug, what a powerful share. And thanks for bringing your wisdom to the BWC platform. I was looking at your bio just now, uh, Global Goodwill Ambassador, uh, and et cetera, et cetera. But Doug, just take 10 more seconds if you don't mind, or you know, 15 seconds, whatever you need there, and share with us a bit more about who you are and, and who you best serve. Always love shining the light on, on newer voices that maybe we're not familiar with, or I'm not at least. But Doug, welcome, and take 15 more seconds and share a bit about who you are and who you best serve and how, please. Thanks. Yeah, sure. So. Uh, I did 21 years in the hedge fund world, working my way up from you know, customer services to board director and head of sales marketing, one of the biggest fund managers in the world. Uh, I was in the national newspapers for growing a business from 50 million per annum sales to 1.75 billion. Then had a near-death experience, then pivoted across, became a mindset coach, healer, all this kind of stuff. 
And I basically help people connect to their true selves, their higher selves, their best selves, so they can find whatever their true mission is in life. And that can come down all down really to energy. And that can be the energy of your communication in terms of the words that come out of your mouth, the energy of realigning your energy into the best possible state. Or if you're a leader, aligning your organization energetically so that you can produce more results, better results in less time. I love it. That is powerful, Doug. Thanks for being here. Get everybody, we talked about today failing in the trough from Seth Godin, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl Sandberg, stepping down as CEO of Facebook, StreamYard's Green Room, the missing truths about having an MBA, Instagram shadow banning got a lot of interest, going viral or making an impact. We talked about that and some advice that Grant Cardone gave to me over the weekend. Advice from Shark Tank businesses. Ramon was with three uh, shark businesses this weekend, and that was really, really cool. Got some advice from Doug Tatum, who shared that gave us all permission to stay small as long as we're making a profit always be networking how i met two young men on the train airport train and what a great time we had so definitely check out my notes just dm me on ig bwc or look at the link in the app with that let's keep rolling unmike say your name and join me on what you want to talk about today who's next unmike say your name ronda i heard ronda first and then who was the gentleman i think maybe gentleman who was that next it was eddie ronda first then eddie ronda uh um, ronda go for it so I absolutely love your segment this morning. And one of the pieces that sticks with me is the always be networking. I do a lot of travel for work and actually I'm headed to Dubai on Friday and then we're gonna take a flight over to Saudi Arabia. So I'll be out of the country. And I take the opportunity during my travels, Ramon, Ramon, I need some coaching on this. I put on my headphones, I, stay, I get in my bubble and I stay quiet. I am an introvert at heart. And I, I'm thinking, look what you just did on the train. And I spend so much time in airports, on trams, uh, in lounges, in uh, airport lounges. What an opportunity I'm missing. So Ramon, I, I need a little help on the networking. So I absolutely, that resonated with me strongly because I think I'm missing lots of opportunities to share with people um, who I am and the work that I do in the world. I love it, Rhonda. Hang with me for a few minutes. Let's go back and forth a bit. And by the way, Rhonda, I have a new business I'm starting. It's called carryyourbags.com. So if you need anybody to carry your bags to all the places you're going, let me know for free. Uh, I will happily uh, do that with you uh, <laughs> as long as you, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> but here's the thing, Rhonda, let me tell you a discipline I do. And it goes beyond the, the two men I met at the airport train was just a part of it, Rhonda. So listen to this and then let me know what you think if it's helpful for you. I actually interacted with more people than those two gentlemen at the airport. Uh, and it happens oftentimes when I'm in line. And generally speaking, it's a smile. It's a, hey, good morning. It's a, how are you? It's, oh, man, are you going, are you going home or leaving home? It's usually just as simple as that. I'm not one of the people to talk your ear off. But let me tell you, Rhonda, what that got me. There was a guy from KPMG, looked like probably a senior partner or thereabouts. He does big events, Rhonda. I met him. There was another lady there who was a, a business coach of some sort or a life coach of some sort in Orlando, gave her my card. So while there, I don't know how it will work, but I gave my card. And here's the concept that I realized, Rhonda. I can't know, I won't know everybody in the world. It's impossible. But there's no excuse, Rhonda, for those right in front of me that God puts me in their path that I can connect with and say hi to just a bit deeper. And that goes back to the aspect of me making my own luck. So most of the time, maybe nothing will happen, but you just never know who you're sitting next to in first class, 
who you're sitting next to in business class, who's right behind you or in front of you, especially it doesn't have to be in the first class in the uh, lane one, it doesn't have to be that, but that's often business travelers. So one tip for you, Rhonda, before you put your headphone on, just give a smile and say, hey, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to Dubai, man, on a business trip about leadership. What about you? Just that, Rhonda. And from there, you'll see, huh, is this something I should talk, somebody I should talk to further? Or we had a nice hello, and I can put my headphones on. Rhonda, what do you think about that? Was that a little? So I, I think that's amazing. I love that. And actually, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do that on this upcoming trip. And I want to report back to you. So I'll, I'll connect with you on your Instagram and let you know how that goes, because I do think I need to be much more intentional. I love the fact that it's short. It's practical. It's not anything earth shattering. And you're not pitching. You're simply saying hello. And I can do that. And I'm always smiling. So that part comes very easy and very natural for me. I'm a very friendly person. I just don't strike up conversations with people. And uh, so I'm going to try it on this upcoming trip. I hope that I have some good things to share uh, when I get back into the country. And please let me know how it goes. And Rhonda, here's what we'll do. When you're back, we'll schedule you. You and I will do a 15-minute interview, give or take, on my VWC segment about your trip, about what you learned, and about how successful you are at networking. Because you're right, Rhonda. Listen, if there's a new Matt Damon movie out, a new Taken movie, one of the things I like, nah, we ain't going to chat on the airplane for eight hours. Not going to happen. But the least I can do is get your card, give you my card, and follow up. So, Rhonda, have a safe flight, and thanks for being in the BWC community. And I can't wait. Seriously, I want to take you up on that to hear your share about how you went. Thanks, Rhonda. Ed, you are next. I believe it was you, Ed. Go for it. You're welcome, Rhonda. Ed, you're next. What's up, man? I think it was Ed. Yes, sir. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Ramon. I, I, I love that energy. Every time you talk, I could just tell you're smiling. Like, it. It's, it's hard to get that through uh, from voice, but I could just tell you're smiling. Um, I, I love your segment this morning. One thing that stuck out to me was self-sabotaging, and that's something that I do uh, often. And uh, kind of the barrier or, um, or issue that I'm running into for, I don't know, the last few years, I'm a natural-born speaker. Like, I can speak and talk all day, but I struggle taking my thoughts and my words and translating it into post and uh, into word format and creating courses. So a lot of my coaching that I do with my clients um, is literally just, is either done from a whiteboard or it's done like um, like in person or it's done on the phone through coaching sessions. Uh, but I, I feel like to take my business to the next level, I'm going to have to get better at um, like creating PDFs and you know creating different things um, you know, that my clients can have for themselves and, you know, they can use it when they're on the road or maybe they can share it with, you know, other people. But it's just like I'm running into like a mental block of getting my words out of my head and then down on the paper. Maybe it's because I have ADHD and I'm filled with a lot of energy and a lot of thoughts up in my brain. And I don't know how to organize those thoughts and, um, and get them on paper, but it, it's been something that I know is holding me back. And because I know it's holding me back, I don't always take the initiative to get out there because I feel like I don't have enough product or enough social currency um, to share with the world. So I, what do you think, Ramon? Oh, I love that, Ed. I'm going to roll with you for a bit here. Yeah, absolutely. Stay with me. And by the way, everybody, welcome to Breakfast with Champions. In about seven minutes, Glenn Lundy, founder of BWC, is going to be here for his segment. So excited to have him here. Remember, do share the room out if we've earned it. 
If we've earned what we're sharing has helped you, share the room. And I love how the chat continues to on. Ella talks about that. I love what Sal Salah's saying. Good morning to you, Salah. Uh, you can hire someone to take your thoughts and create your product. Sierra, that's exactly one tip I was going to give to Ed. Tariq is here. Good morning. Hope you had a good weekend. Love it, love it, love it. Shiva's here, and so many others are uh, here talking with us today. Uh, Jeffrey says, success is all about relationships. So, Ed, here's a few things to keep in mind. Uh, one, uh, answer this to yourself more rhetorically, but when I finish it, you can answer me live as well. Why do you feel you need to do this? That's one. I just want to clarify, why do you feel you need to take your thoughts and put them on PDFs, et cetera? That's one. Two, as someone said in the chat, absolutely, Ed, you could hire people to help you do the things you're not so strong in. There's no shame, no problem in that. I have a team of five people, and sometimes I hire people for the speed because I should be doing things that are more value than I can find somebody else for. And sometimes I hire people for the expertise. So either reason, you can hire people for their expertise that you may not have, or because they can do it faster to help you scale and do other things that nobody else can do, Ed. So feel free to get help. Number two, Ed, you can definitely get a coach to help you. Working with somebody for six months, a year, three months, whatever it is, they can help train you to do things better, Ed. For me, finances is not a strength of mine, Ed. It's just not my core strength. I'm a marketer. I'm a loud, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bling type guy. I do events, but numbers and details, it's not my grace. It's not the gift that God gave me, but Ed, I've hired coaches over the years. I've hired bookkeepers, accountants, others to train me to read my financial statements, to help me understand the numbers, and it's helped me. So I'll pause there, Ed, uh, but what do you think about that? I would love to know why you feel you need to do it. I have the answer, but I want to hear it from you, and then I'd love to hear what you thought about that short, quick uh, advice I've given. But please, Ed, talk to me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, man, that was that was fire. Um, I, I say my why is because I feel like... I want to delegate some of my responsibility and um, have things that people can like take with them that can help them on their path because coaching takes up so much of my time because, you know, everything is either face to face, uh, you know, via phone, via FaceTime or uh, Zoom. But I'm, I, I don't want to take away time from my family. I got a big family. Family is six. I got four kids, a beautiful wife. Um, and I, I want to be present with my family, but a lot of times I'm on coaching calls um, and I, I want to give myself a, a, a little bit more freedom to, you know, be there and be present with my family um, in the moment. So I hear you. Now, Eddie. Yeah, no, I hear you. I think, Ed, for what I would suggest you do, and feel free to DM me directly. Uh, love to offer some more tips. So we have about four minutes here. Can't wait to have our next segment. But I think that uh, and also if you're listening to Ed's voice right now. Feel free to DM Ed. Please be one of the good guys, good gals, not a scammer, but DM Ed, and maybe the, maybe you do this kind of thing to help Ed. But Ed, I hear what you're saying, and I think it's beyond. I hear how you were to Ed, just you know, taking your coaching notes and putting it on PDFs, etc. But it sounds to me, Ed, you're looking for a way to scale your thought leadership, scale your intellectual property. So it's not just Ed and the hustle and the grind, trading time for dollars, but you're looking for a way to get to the next level, Ed. And definitely DM me. There's a lot of people I'd love to refer you to, Ed, that can help you do this, because I understand exactly what you mean. You're tired of Ed having all the knowledge, Ed having speaking all the time, Ed always whiteboarding, Ed, 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 and he wishes he could take a break and still probably, Ed, am I right? Generating that revenue, generating that money. Ed, does that make sense, what I'm possibly hearing? Do I have some of that right, Ed? Yes, you hit the nail on the head. I'm sorry, say that one more time. I said, yes, you, you hit the nail on the head. That's that's exactly scaling. That, that's one of my my major uh, focuses right now is just how can I take this 
to the next level. Awesome. I love it. I'm glad you're here with us, Ed, and feel free to DM me on IG, send you some resources, refer you to some people who can help. Heather Cox, nice to have you here on the platform. We have time for one or two more shares. We'll do that before I turn over to Glenn Lundy, founder of BWC. Who wants to share next? Just unmike, say your name, say your name, say your name, and you can join us on the BWC stage. Ramon! It's Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey, it's all you. Go, Jeffrey. I'm actually going to where we met, HBS, for a training Nice. Today. But I, I want to comment, and I've forgotten the woman before, Eddie. Um, Rhonda, Rhonda, I believe, Rhonda. Rhonda, I just want to share a study that was done that I think is really helpful in terms of the, the framework for networking, because I'm a big fan of it. They did a study where people would go to networking events, and person A and person B would speak, and person B would ask person A a lot. Hey, and Jeffrey, your amazing shares are being cut off, Jeffrey. I don't know if you can hear me, Jeffrey, but you are, as they call it, in the matrix. Let me say it again one more time. Let's see if you're in a better zone, because I know this is going to be a gem. Jeffrey, try that again. I am driving. Can you hear me? Now we can. Go for it. All right, I'm going to pull over just so I don't crash. I am getting the bar of death, but I'm going to pull over. So basically, I can hear you they well. did Go a for study it. for people. They did a study where people would leave a networking event and they would say, what did you think of the person you were just talking to? And the person had asked them lots of questions. They said, oh, my God, that person was so interesting. But they didn't really know much about them because the person hadn't shared. They had just showed their interest. And I think, again, when you're trying to network with people, you're always thinking about, oh, I got to be interesting. But that's not how you connect with people. You don't need to be interesting. You need to be interested. You need to be interested in what they're all about. So it's not about that pitching. It's about genuinely wanting to know more about what they're about. And that's how you build the initial relationship. And I think, again, that's just a frame, a mindset that we often, oh, my God, i got to figure out how to make myself look really you know, interesting and dynamic and cool. No, all you need to do is be curious and be interested in that person that you're talking with. I just wanted to share. Ramon, always good to be with you. Thanks so much. I am Jeffrey, and I have spoken. Uh, Jeffrey, what a great way to close this segment. Ramon Ray on BWC 730. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.